I was always carrying this like deep seated resentment and anger towards my mom, towards my dad, towards just like, I played the victim. I was really good at playing the victim. I was really good at being the princess. Like, hello, only child. You want to be the queen. You want to be sovereign. You want to live a big, epic, legendary, iconic life, which I know we all do and change the freaking planet, which I know we all do. You got to stop being the princess. You just got to. Today's episode was brought to you by Terra Health and Wellness, your alternative medicine provider. Check them out at terrahw.org today. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode. I am seriously so excited for today's guest because I seriously feel like you are going to get so much value out of all the things that she has to tell you. Karen Terrace is the owner of Super Conscious Leaders, um, and she is a whole life alignment expert. I have been following her on Facebook for quite some time. She really is just an empowering woman that just lifts everybody up and shows them what they can do because we as human beings like to take the easy way out and we really don't like to own our shit. And I feel like she is so good at just having us look at what really is going on in our life to be able to get us to where we want to go. So Karen, can you introduce yourself to the people? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Karen Terrace. Like she said, a whole life alignment expert, uh, international best selling author, speaker, workshop runner, single mompreneur of three beautiful children in Salt Lake City and just really learning how to not be afraid of being that big, I think is the biggest thing that's going on in my life right now. I can, I can relate to that. I feel that. So, okay, let's hear it. (laughs) Yeah. So mostly just a lot of really good, exciting things are going on with the fact that now I finally, you know, I feel like I leveled up in the fact that I'm almost divorced. Paperwork still needs to be signed, but that was really the biggest struggle that I dealt with being raised in Utah with this complex of you need to be married and have kids by the time you're 20. I love that you grew up here in Utah. I am as well a Utah, but I'm not, I'm not the average, right? We had to grow up with a lot of things that are, you only like that you deal with here in Utah. And so it really is super interesting. It says that you are an only child. That is, that is super interesting, right? Because we here in Utah, it is very rare to be an only child. So you're not only an only child, like who is alone, right? That sense of an only child syndrome, but then you live in this place where everybody does have multiples or they have these huge families which relates to me a lot because I didn't have like I didn't have a family like that so I can I can see how much it can impact you as as you start to grow up what do you feel like so obviously we can play the victim like but what do you think that you've gotten out of that now as an adult being that only Mm -hmm. child living in this state that wasn't normal for you yeah Well, and not only was I an only child, but I moved here when I was three. So my parents are from Southern California. We were Roman Catholic for the first few years of my life. And then when I was nine, my mom decided that we were all going to be pagan, Unitarian Universalists going. I had a transgender minister. I had a lesbian Sunday school teacher. I was marching in gay pride when there was only like a couple, like maybe a thousand people showed up that year. And now Utah has one of the largest gay pride parades in the country like I didn't just grow up like weird in Utah I grew up like 
weird <laughs> in Utah. Yeah, that's, right. You well, and it, it really is super cool. And I love I love people that grow up in Utah that don't deal with the norm because we get to see like, okay, I see what you're dealing with, I see what you go through, but then you get to have your own obviously recollection of life and what it looks like for you. And so you you have such a a diverse way to look at things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because you can look at it in such a biased way, but from a spiritual standpoint, it's like, okay, I see what you're going through. I see that you're like, you have your own junk. Um, And so that really is such a beautiful thing to be able to be so different in a place. And obviously I'm sure when you were going through it, it sucked. It was really hard. There was probably so much going on, but to be able to look back at that is such a beautiful thing, right? Because you wouldn't be who you are today without it and so I just absolutely love that okay so obviously you've been weird your whole life right you've been looked at Mm -hmm. different so where did where did like where does your story start where does your healing start where why did you get into what you are doing today so that mostly happened through there was a few different things that happened my oldest child was born literally the day the housing market crashed in 2008 so I spent six years living with my parents in the house I grew up in while raising a child so if you want to talk about inner child work (laughs) the universe gives you what you need right Right. Oh, really so there was that there was just like my dad is a wonderful human being who has his own things going on obviously our parents I think don't have the opportunity to heal as deeply as some of us do just because of the the beliefs that there is just around like saying the word therapist like luckily COVID I think broke that of a lot of people but right like, people realized how messed up they really were <laughs> yeah exactly so you know he he did the best he could which is a huge thing I was always carrying this like deep-seated resentment and anger towards my mom towards my dad towards just like I played the victim I was really good at playing the victim I was really good at being the princess like hello only child come on now like I hey me hello right yeah like I am the only child victim (laughs) anytime I was hurt because of my dad's job he was a human resource safety manager so like everything always got blown out of proportion like a twisted ankle was a trip to the ER like Oh, and look, now I'm getting attention because both my parents worked full time. So it didn't take me very long to figure out that if I was broken, they'd pay attention to me. Oh, which is like, it's so funny to look at because it's like, how many people are still living their life in that same mentality as a 30 year old, as a 40 year old, like to just be like, nope, this is just how it is. Like, there's nothing I can do. And it is so, it's so easy, right? It's so easy to be like, just come save me. But my friends, it's, it's not where it's at. Our parents did the best they did with what they had. We always have to give them grace because it is true. They, they only know what they know and their parents only knew what they knew. So it is our job to continue to know more. So our children know more than we ever knew before. Um, so I, I love that. Like it's giving yourself, your parents grace because they, they did the best that they could with what they had. When did you decide to stop playing the victim? When did you decide it was time for you to kind of take some, some action and really create the life that you want? Well, I think that in a way I always was in the fact that right after my son was born, my oldest was born, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and degenerative arthritis. And I was like 21 years old. So that was really young to have these things. And 
I just was still angry. And then I finally was getting a little bit of help with like using cannabis and other things like that, where I was able to like deal with the pain long enough to just be like, I I always was bored of the story, but I didn't know how to get out of the story. Like I knew that I was on repeat. So I started with just like regular good old therapy when in like 2013, I had my second child at home. That was a huge thing, like claiming my power back as a woman. I'm also a massage therapist. So I believe in like the power of bodies and this whole rhetoric that women have to go through this insane amount of pain or that you have to be cut open. Like I could go off on a whole nother podcast just about birth. (laughs) Um, Which just goes back to women question everything. You question everything that is done. You ask why, like, we'll just keep it at there. But after you had your birth and that just gave you such empowerment that one and then he I had insane postpartum depression with that one though at this point my parents have moved out and at the age of 27 I have to grow up I have two (laughs) kids my husband works 80 hours a week I have a house and a mortgage and I am for literally the first time in my life adulting while also momming while also processing a great loss which is my parents no longer living in my house with me after 27 years and Oh, and we bought my childhood home. So like, I'm still living in the house that all of my trauma happened in. Let's like be clear on this. My daughter was born unassisted. So my midwife got there 15 minutes after she was born. I wasn't planning on her being unassisted, but that's just how it happened. And for whatever reason, whether it was because she was a girl or because it was unassisted or because the delivery was just so much different than the boys, something primordial and deep snapped inside of me that's really like I can pinpoint the moment of I am all that is woman alone in my bathroom with my photographer taking pictures and my ex-husband pushing on my back and me just being like I did this (laughs) and then it just yeah but still though I was always asking for help in the form of like spending so much freaking money on healers and crystals and oils and shamans and this and that and this and that and And yeah things were getting better but there was always something that could be fixed and that came with its own like addiction okay I was addicted to suffering cool now I was addicted to healing yes yes oh my gosh so funny. So funny because I feel like so much, so many of us who are in this spiritual path can totally relate to that. We say that, okay, I was that victim and now I'm going to heal myself and I'm going to heal myself and I'm going to heal myself. And I'm going to heal myself. And obviously there's, there's never uh you're never done healing, but there is a certain point that you have to put down that, that work and you have to go and create the life you want because it really is that same thing. And so I, I absolutely love that you that you honored that and you said, I, I am just once again, using this as a cycle to keep me where I am instead of obviously, like you said, we are, you're moving forward, you're doing the things, but you're not actually getting to where you, you can be or where, you know, you are capable of being. So how do you feel like women who are in this pattern, who, who either play the victim or who play the healer, how can you get out of the cycle of going back and forth and really taking back your power to take those action steps to align your life to what you want? I mean, the answer is really simple, but very not easy. <laughs> and that's, it, it really is simply, you have to decide, right? Decide that you're no longer going to play that story on repeat. Like I could go off forever about all the things that happened in my childhood and I did and that's what I was always healing 
And then, oh, here's all the things that happened when I was a teenager, always healing. Like there was, like I said, there was always something to heal, but instead of seeing it, honoring it, healing it and letting it go, it was like a new badge of honor. Oh, I healed this trauma. Oh, I healed <laughs> that trauma. Oh, and like, and but still living from that mindset and making choices from that person's point of view, right? I was still, even though I was feeling better, I had lost tons of weight. I had a successful business. My, like, I wasn't as angry. So many things were better, but deep down, I still was making all of my decisions from this victimized princess of someone's going to come and save me. Someone's going to come do it for me. You know, I spent years in a marriage that I knew I needed to leave because no one was going to walk out of my life for me, but me. So I just want to reiterate that. So you have to make decisions from the person that you want to be, not the person that you are today. Yeah. Or who you were. I feel like so many people continue to focus and water the seeds of their past instead of only like focusing forward. Right. I want to have this. Well, who do I need to be to have that? Like if I was that person, I'd have it already. So really allowing yourself to know that it's be, then have, not have, then be. Just reminding yourself once again, like you have to make that decision and that clarity. And I feel like decision and clarity is such a huge choice for like, for people is we sit here and we say, oh, I don't know what I want. Well, you can continue to say that you don't know what you want because then you don't actually have to make that decision and you can just live in this cycle of shit. And so how do you help women get out of their funk? How do you create a whole life alignment for them? Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a process for sure. The biggest one is to recognize that your job isn't to go from caterpillar to butterfly it's to be really comfortable in that gooey metamorphosical <laughs> stage because once you get it down you're just constantly changing it's just a constant constant process and if you allow yourself to stagnate you're going to find yourself back in the same patterns again. So it's a lot of relentless focus and discipline around looking at what the current belief, like what is the current story on repeat? I'm so tired. I'm in all this pain. I have this autoimmune disease. I have these migraines. I've got anxiety. What is it? What is it that you're saying? I have, I am, I have, I am already on repeat and taking a freaking microscope to it and asking, do you really believe this? Finding out when did this belief happen, a ton of it is childhood related. I feel that's a huge reason why I needed to raise babies in the house where I was raised was because of how often my dad came out of my own mouth. And I was like, ah, I don't want this for my kids. Because yes. I knew it was the problem. Mm -hmm. So just, it's, it's like a lot of people when they work with me say it's like training with an energetic Olympian coach like this isn't it's not your 101 the secret law of attraction this is knowing no matter if it's your health or your business or your sex life or your um money or your children or your parent any area of your whole life comes down to what is your belief and that is your reality 
So good. And it's so true. And obviously, like she said, there's so much more to it, obviously you, but it's taking that first step and seeing like, okay, so what are you saying? What is coming out of your mouth? Because obviously that is a huge deal. Like you create your reality. So if you continue to say these things over and over again, you're going to continue to create these things mm-hmm. over and over again. And so it's really, it's really honoring it and owning that. And I, I absolutely love that. Um, so okay. honoring that it's okay to be different person, right? You feel like it takes us so long to recognize our traumas and recognize like the broken pieces of our brain that it's almost that like once we heal, we're like, I don't want to have a funeral for that old version of like, it took me so long to see her and honor her. What do you mean I have to let her go? But if you don't let her go, then your your 80 year old self is going to be like, seriously? seriously you like why did we never let go of 18 year old us she made so many bad choices and if we can just like okay eight-year-old 18-year-old 28-year-old whatever age right I work with clients of all ages from all sorts of backgrounds it's honoring that yeah bad stuff happens to good people but you can heal it and let it go and then continue to change just like honestly living the serenity prayer as your existence yep I love it I love it it's it's amazing and it's it's taking back that power um so a question for you Karen what would you tell your younger self today so if you could go back in time and you could tell her something what would you tell her today oh man that depends on which younger give me an age whoever whoever you need to talk to Oh, let's go. I don't know. My eight-year-old self seems like she needs a minute. Uh, Your teachers aren't, like, it really is teachers. Your teachers aren't out to destroy you. They're not out to, like, make, punish you and make you the bad guy. I feel like all authority teachers were just such a, Mm. I was always scared of them because they were going to report to my dad. They were going to tell, and I didn't know how to talk to them. So, yeah, your teachers aren't, they're not the bad guy. They're, they're not the bad guy. So good. So good. Right. Because a lot of teachers are there to help you. And the ones that usually are those hard asses are usually the ones who give a shit. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's a beautiful thing. Like that, that hit hard. I just, I, I love that. Um, that was beautiful. I, I absolutely loved everything you said. I think the power that you, you bring into this world is absolutely amazing. You are creating these beautiful children to have these amazing lives and you're just changing trajectories. And I think that is just absolutely amazing. And so I think what people are going to get from this episode is, is just going to be that you can just, you can go through the shit, you can play the victim, but you have to make that choice. You have to take that recognition and take that first step to be who you want to be. And you, you can continue to heal, but you have to realize that you can't wear that as a badge badge of honor and to let that little girl go. So you can be who you are today. Yeah. If you want to be the queen, you can't also play the princess Mm. it's the two roles are completely different roles within a castle if you're just the mirror on the wall you see how the princess act and you see how the queen acts there's no being that can play both at the same time it's too much in your system to hold so if you want to be the queen you want to be sovereign you want to live a big epic legendary iconic life which i know we all do and change the freaking planet which i know we all do you gotta stop being the princess. You just gotta. So good. Oh, I love it. Okay, Karen, where can they find you? Where are you at? Where, where can these people find you? 
Um, Instagram, Facebook, Karen Terrace. I'm the only one of me on the planet, baby. So if you Google me, Google at your own risk. <laughs> awesome. We will drop I'm, all I'm rebuilding. So, okay. you know, I'll be around. Those are the awesome. easiest places right now for sure. We though. will drop all of those links below. So if you want to find Karen, she was, she is out there. She's the only one. So go find her, immerse yourself in this energy. She is a massage therapist. Like she says. So if you are here local in Utah, go check her out. Um, Cause obviously you're going to get, you're going to get a massage, but it's so much more than that because this woman is, is amazing. So I just want to say thank you again, so dang much for being here, for taking your time to give my audience such amazing, amazing words of the wise. And I truly appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Portia. You have an awesome day. Um, um, um.